Praise the Lord. In Genesis 1 and 27, God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, man and woman, male and female. God did this. God created. Isaiah 43 and 21. This people have I formed for myself. They shall show forth my praise. That's an Isaiah. God said, these people I have formed for myself. So what we're created for or born for or born again for is to praise God, Amen. to give God hallelujahs. Not to pet ourselves, to fix self up and take care of self. It's to glorify God. Amen. A message God laid on my heart is forget. How soon we forget. I may have even preached this before, I don't know. But how soon we forget. But I woke up Friday morning probably 4 o'clock in the morning. And God just poured out a blessing on me. And I can't get over Emmanuel. I don't, maybe y'all getting tired of hearing Emmanuel. God with us. But I woke up and I thought about the blessings of God. And I thought about that I was born in sin. Amen. As, as a little child. And it wasn't nothing but trouble in my life because I was born in sin. And I followed the devil after I become a teenager. And on up into my 20s, I was 26 before I got saved, before the Lord saved my soul. But I thought, glory to God, I, I was born to praise God, and I was trying to satisfy self all down the line. I thought, man, if I, if I do this, and if I do that, and if I drink this, and if I go there, then, man, I'll be the one. I'll fit into this older crowd and I'll be with the bigger boys. I'll be somebody in this walk of life. And I didn't even realize, glory to God, God created me to praise Him. And I thought after I got saved, and, and several of you can probably remember, I'd testify the drop of a hat. I didn't care where I was at. I don't care what church I was in, where they wanted to hear it or where they didn't want to hear it. God had saved this old drunk soul, amen. And I found out that I was saved to glorify God, Amen. to praise God, to holler hallelujah in an old, quiet, dead place where there wasn't nothing going on. And we go on down the road if we eat careful and we get our feelings hurt here and we get our feelings hurt there and we stop and we stop along the way. I find it in church how, how soon we forget what God has done for us and how great God has been for us and how how many times God has healed us and I've seen my youngins healed when we didn't have insurance and we couldn't even go to the doctor we didn't have money to go to the doctor and God would take care of it and heal it and we quit praising God and I thought about uh, we've had one old car and sometimes the tires flat on it and you didn't have no way to go and 
Uh, you couldn't even buy a Coca-Cola. Amen. And now I could buy a whole carton of Coca-Cola if I want them. Amen. And I don't stop and give God praise uh, for what he's done for me. And we've, I slept in an old coal house. And uh, I've told it before when we was uh, children and Mama was sick. And I remember mopping the kitchen floor and ice freeze over on the floor. That's how cold it was. And I can't imagine our kids today mopping a floor. Amen. Much less an ice cold floor. Uh, uh, they'd be moaning and groaning. Glory to God, turn the heat up. Uh, we've got to have some heat. We can't stand this. And, and if it changes two degrees, we're freezing to death. We can't do this either. But glory to God, you know, we come up through some hard times and remember some hard times. And I know uh, some come up worse than I did and a lot come up better than I did. It's, it's been a long time, 81 years ago, glory to God. Things has changed a bunch. But we ain't praise God for what he's given us. I'm going to tell you. Our cell phones and all of the things that we've got, the conveniences of hot water and the bathroom in the house, amen. I tell you what, you wasn't jumping out of bed every little bit to run down to the old outside John. Hey, man, it was cold out there. It was tough out there. You didn't, you didn't do that. And the only paper we had was an old Sears and Roebuck catalog. Hello. Uh, I'm going to tell you, things have changed, but we ain't praised God. We've let it make us lazy. Amen. We need to give God praise, honor, and glory for what he's done for us. He created me. The Bible told me plainly in Genesis 1 and 27 that God created me in his image. Amen. He didn't create a monkey in his image. He didn't create a fish in his image. And he put us over all the animals, over all the seas. He gave us knowledge of good and evil. And I ain't praised God enough for that. I've let the flesh, the old flesh speak to me and tell me I can't do nothing. They're tired of hearing your testimony. They don't care who you are. I've listened to the old devil and I don't praise God like I used to. I don't praise him and give him honor and glory like I used to. But by the grace of God, I'm going to try to finish out my days of praising God. It don't matter who likes me and who don't like me. Glory to God. He, can, he has done something for me. He took an old sinner and saved me by the grace of God. Amen. And wrote my name down in the Lamb's book of life. Amen. And I've got a better place to go. A house not built with hands eternal in the heavens. Let me tell you, by the way, uh, I had a blood clot here in July. They said it might last up to six months. I couldn't get my hip. And I went this week, and they done another ultrasound, and my blood clot's gone. Amen. I praise God. My blood clot's gone. And I thought, and I hope I don't grumble to you, but uh, uh, I thought with, with my throat, you know, my voice gone. I thought, is everything going to fall apart, Lord? Uh, just write it down. It'll take writing on the wall for me to understand. You want me to step down? down and shut up and get out of the way uh, as it keeps falling apart but glory to God, God saved me to glorify him amen, uh, amen. God saved me to, uh, to praise him uh, and if I never have no problems then I ain't got nothing to praise him for that's why I forgot what an old drunk was laying in the side ditch glory to God, been saved so long I just forgot what God done for me Ben, uh, I need to come back and be the old Bill amen and tell him uh, 
whether they want to hear it or not, that God's still in the saving business. God still in the healing business. God still takes care of his people. God still writing names down in the Lamb's book of life. Whosoever will, let him come and take of the water of life freely. Other conveniences of this world, honey. I remember I had, I worked at Proctor and I had a, a 60 Volkswagen. I don't know if y'all know a 60 Volkswagen or not, but glory to God, there wasn't no heat in them old 60 Volkswagens. And somebody told me them flaps back there, if I drive a wedge board in them flaps, it might heat up a little. Time I got to Mount Airy, it finally defrosted the windshield and I froze to death. But I thank God I had a car, amen. Today I've got a car with heated seats, amen. I've got a car with an excellent defroster. All of these things, am I praising God for it? I'm going to tell you we're taking it for granted, honey, of what God has done for us. I'm going to tell you if we don't come back to God, we're going to be in trouble, amen. If America don't come back to God, we're heading down the wrong road. I'm going to tell you all of my life I've been able to prosper and receive the good things that God let me have and I've not stopped and praised him and give him honor I ought to be praising him more today than I did other days save my soul glory to God he saved my soul Oscar and he's given me 54 more years amen to walk up and down the street still able to go still able to lift both arms glory to God there's so many down handed that ain't able to come to church what a privilege it is to come to church today. Young people don't never get it out of your mind. It's a privilege to come to church. The devil will tell you you don't have to go. Just them old folks goes. Young people come to church. Suck up everything you can get from God. You can use it down the road on the battlefield when Satan comes to your house. I'm glad we got a God that cares about us. I'm glad glory to God I got one that eats on my praise. Amen. I'm glad he rejoices when I praise him. I'm glad he recognizes there's still a few that wants to serve him and call him king of kings and lord of lords. Still recognize him for what he done for us many years ago when he went to the cross that we could be set free. Oh, I praise him today. I'm going to tell you, brother, you ain't going to tire this coat today. Deuteronomy 8. Probably read the whole chapter. All the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do, that you may live. All his commandments, observe them, that you may live. And multiply and go in and out and possess the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee, these forty years in the wilderness to humble thee. And to prove thee to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. And he humbled thee 
And he suffered thee, let you go hungry, suffered thee to hunger, and fed thee with manna, which thou knowest not. Neither did thy fathers know that he might make thee known that man doth not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. Amen. He, he preached that man don't live by bread alone. Amen. And that's why we go through some trials. That's why Jesus showed us, amen, when the devil provoked him after he, he, he fasted and hungered for 40 days and nights that the devil took him up on the mountain and showed him bread, showed him all this that he would give him. He said, man, don't live by bread alone. That started under Moses' law. And these people, and I thought about, let's just go back for just a minute and think about in our life. I started out in Logap. I was born in Allegheny, but I started out in Logap from five years old on. And, and that was my old, old home in Egypt, in sin. I was back there in sin. And then the Lord brought me through. Think about it. The Lord saved my soul. And he brought me through the church. Everybody ain't going to agree with this, but listen. But when my trouble started... When I started recognizing my troubles is when I turned on Satan. And I started in the church. And in 1968, I was ordained as a deacon up in Virginia. And my battle through the wilderness, he told them for 40 years, he said, I brought you out of bondage. Come on, church. Jesus brought me out of alcohol and bondage in 1968. Amen, and he put me in the church, glory to God. He delivered me, and he put me in the church, and sometimes the church is a wilderness. Hello? Yeah. Sometimes the church is a battle. Sometimes I've been beat lower in the church than any place that I've ever been. But it's to try my faith, and it's to lift me up, and to, it's to encourage me that God is right there with me. Emmanuel, he's right there with us. And we may have a touch of cancer or we may have a heart attack or, or we may have the flu or we may have the virus, coronavirus, the pandemic that they call it. We may have that to try our faith. How many has not stood the test when they come through the church, amen, and finish their course? Can I tell you, honey, he brought them through the wilderness and I'll read it to you right out of the Word of God to, to take them to a land a home, a land flowing with milk and honey. Yeah. Amen. So there's a trial that we've got to come through in the church. And I don't think that so many people understand that there's a trial in the church. God sees if I'm going to stand for him or if I'm going to turn my back and run. And that's the time Roger got exactly what I was saying. Exactly what I was saying. The church today, glory to God, we run in. And I want to praise God, but it ain't all praise and shout. There's some hard times of digging and chopping, amen, getting down where it's at and fighting the battle to get back to church and tell somebody, God delivered me through that. Give him praise. Give him, give him honor for what he's delivered us through. You may have to go through some of the trials. I've watched it all of my life as a Christian, and it's just now beginning to register, honey, that the church is a proving ground. The church is a trial space.
to see if we're going to stand for God. I could count you thousands that I've seen start out testify on the altar of the saving grace of God, stand in the choir and say, I'll never, I'll never leave the church. I'll always be right here. I'll always sing in the choir and I'll always praise God. Can I tell you when the battle come, uh, they turned their tail on God and went back to the world, honey. Uh, glory to God, it's happening every day and it could be me tomorrow. I need to bow down. I need your prayers. I need to stay humble uh, before God. I I wasn't created for Bill. I wasn't created to take care of Bill or to keep Bill fixed up and keep Bill comfortable. I was created to glorify God and to be tried and to take my testimony and give to somebody else that God will deliver. God will still save old drunks. The drug head can't do nothing with God. If we want to walk with God, he'll bring us through the fire. He'll bring us through the wilderness. He'll bring us through the storm. God is God and besides him uh, there's none other. Uh, uh, too many have backed down on God. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Get this in our mind, honey. Uh, the church is a proving ground. Is there any time other than Sunday morning uh, that you have such a fight with the devil? The devil makes you sick. Uh, you don't have time. You'll give out. Uh, somebody's coming. We've got to do something for the kids. We need to go here and we need to go yonder. Uh, let's don't fool with the church of God. Honey, since Satan was thrown out of heaven, uh, he has fought the church. Uh, he's tried to tear down the people of God. Uh, uh, listen to me, honey. Uh, I know in the old days they had church house, uh, but they didn't have churches all over the place. Uh, they had it in their homes. Uh, uh, they're still doing that in Cuba today because they can't have the churches in so many places. Uh, but we've got the church, and Satan is fighting it on every hand. Uh, uh, let's buckle up up and say I'm going to finish the course I'm going to fight the good fight of faith I'm going to win this battle I'm going to show the devil that church is important this is where I get fed this is where I draw strength this is where my faith is increased this is where I win battles this is where I come to ask you all to keep praying for me the church is an important place today and I can see why the devil is fighting it uh, I can see why he wants to stop it uh, because the church is supposed to be against sin uh, uh, the church is supposed to call out uh, uh, fornication uh, uh, the church is supposed to call out uh, uh, the things that God come against uh, I thought about we saw on a, on a poster and it said proud F gay on the back of a, a girl's car my Lord and my God and they don't want me to put on my work truck estate. Amen. If I'm too busy to pray, I'm too busy. They slipped around and tore my sticker off. Amen. But they didn't stop me from praying. Almost every road that I helped build, I'd find me a place in the woods and I'd go pray in the woods. Glory to God. Sometimes it'd be time I got in the woods, I'd on somebody else's back porch, but I'd just go pray anyhow. But now and then I'd find me a big rock out in the woods. Amen. And it kept me going. Glory to God. Satan didn't beat me down that week till I could come to church on Sunday and give God praise. 
Like I'm telling you, the God we're serving today, uh, he woke me up and showed me that you're on this battlefield, uh, but I've got a house not built with hands. Uh, eternal in heaven prepared for you. Uh, just finish this race. Uh, stand up ahead. Make up your mind. Don't give up. I uh, Don't get discouraged. Uh, somebody here discouraged today and, and I know without a doubt it's been like 10 years since mom passed and our Thanksgiving butch ain't just ain't been the same you know mom kept the Thanksgiving thing together there's nothing wrong with it but it's made a change in our life and every one of you that passed home it makes it Daryl made a change in your life how about it Ann Daryl made a change in your life how about it where's Angie amen Angie Daryl made a change in your life everything that moves out of your life it makes a change in it we've got to pick up and say I'm going on for the glory of God I'm going on and when I have thanksgiving I'm going to praise him at the same time I'm going to give him thanks for dying on the cross that you and I could be saved I praise him today that we're in the house of the living God I praise him that he's taking care of our every needs and he said Oh, glory to God. God with us. And I humble thee, in the third verse, I humble thee, and I suffered thee to hunger, and I fed thee with manna which thou knewest not. Neither did thy fathers know that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. There, read. Thy raiment waxed not old upon thee. Think about it. Forty years and their clothes never even got old. Y'all seen my sports coat last week? It got holes in it. I ain't wore that thing 40 years. Their raiment waxed not old upon them. Neither did their foot swell these 40 years. And to think about it, honey, 40 years in the wilderness. You reckon your foot wouldn't swell a little bit? Hey, some of you ladies, you reckon your ankles wouldn't swell a little bit? Amen. When you walked a mile or two out there in that old desert in the wilderness, the Bible said their, their, their feet didn't even swell and their shoes didn't wear out. Amen. And still they complained about God. Here we have riding in nice cars. Got nice shoes, and if they do wear out, we got five more pairs sitting in the closet. Amen. And we just mutter and we just grumble. And he said, Thou shalt consider in thine heart that as a man chasteneth his son, so the Lord thy God chasteneth thee. That's the fifth verse. So we can expect God to chasteneth us. If we love our son, it Proverbs tells us about it. Spire the rod and spoil the child. They need some whippings, amen. I'm going to tell you, we don't get too old to take whippings from God. God will chastise us, and I praise him, amen, for chastisement. The Bible said that if we're not chastised, we're bastards and not sons. Honey, I don't want to be without a father. I'm glad today for the chastening hand of God. Honey, it's to prove us and to show if we're going to finish or not. Sixth verse, he said, Therefore thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and to fear him. Honey, I'm going to tell you today, there's no fear. There's no fear. I talked to a preacher the other day, and I know another that stood behind this pulpit 
And he preached, he said, if you catch me on a bad day, he said, I might cuss you out. I'm going to tell you something. They need more Jesus in their life than that. They need more Jesus in their life than that. And there may be some here that will let a bad word slip once in a while. But if you're anything that God wants you to be, you need to get down and pray. God, forgive me. Help me. Help me. Talked to preacher the other day, and he, and he said, and I cussed in the woods, you know. And then he said, my grandson uh, I heard me. And he said, my grandson cussed later, amen, and it bothered him. But I kind of made up, said, we're just human. We, Honey, we're just humans, but glory to God, we need Jesus in our life. Amen. If we got Jesus in our life, I'm going to tell you something. If he's first in our lives, the bad words ain't going to come out. Amen. amen. I cussed like a sailor. I cussed, I cussed, I cussed. Worked late brick, worked with men all the time, and I cussed and I cussed. Honey, but God took care of that thing. Neighbor, can I tell you, Jesus is bigger than we want him to be. Because he sees every move we made. He sees what we're thinking. He knows who we are. He points out our sin, and we get ill with him. And he said, For the Lord thy God bringeth unto thee a good land, a land of brooks, of water, of fountains, and depths and springs out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, and land of olive oil and honey. You know, I don't mean much. I don't mean much to us Walmart shoppers. That don't mean much to us. I don't think we've ever been in the wilderness. I've been in the wilderness of Judea. Been in the wilderness down by the Dead Sea, and I never realized what a wilderness was until I got there. Glad I didn't have to stay. They told me there's one old goat, that there was some type of weed that that old goat could survive down there. And the water's so salty the fish can't live. Ain't no fish in it. Where all the runoff of the sinful Jerusalem runs right into the Dead Sea. Think about it today. Honey, we've been blessed with Fisher River, glory to God, that we can baptize in. The kids throw rocks in it. So many of the kids raised out there don't know anything about a creek. Don't know anything about a river. A land which thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. Not first. Thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. Can I tell you one that a little kid that will follow you around for a piece of candy or a half a sandwich ain't like our kids today. We can give our kids a little piece of candy, and that ain't the kind I like. Is that the only kind you've got? Or give me two pieces. That's how I am. That's how I am. I know Jamie Loggins, he'll order bacon. He said, I want floppy bacon. I'll say, I want my eggs over medium. Their over medium, my over medium may not be the same. That's right. yes, sir. The word of the God is a standard. It's, it's the same. We're spoiled, what I'm trying to say to us. We forgot, amen, what the Lord delivered us out of. Amen. Church, can you go back for just a minute? Mm. I've been running out of beer joints. 
been knocked off the bar stool, and I'd go right back. I've been left laying in the side ditch in Snowbird Curve. I'd go right back. But I got my feelings hurt in church, and I ain't going no more. I had one lady, she'd had abortion, she's dead now. She had abortion. She come back to church, wanted to repent. She called me up and cheated me out, said the people didn't give me a right hand of fellowship. Did they repent or they want recognition? Amen. I'd rather you shake my hand. If you don't want to shake my hand, that's fine. I'm going to come on church anyhow. You can hug my neck and tell you you love me, or you can look me dead in the eye and say, I hate you. I'm going to come on in here. I've got to finish. I've decided from out of the wilderness through the church, I've got to come, and this is on the way home. That house not built with hands, that one flowing with milk and honey, that place, glory to God, where there'll be plenty, and he said there wouldn't be no scarceness of bread. That's what the Word of God says. So I need to hang in here. I need to go on. I've never been to a car race where they said, you come on, and there will never be no scarceness of bread if you'll just come. I think the last one I went to was like 40-some dollars for a ticket. Now I think they're 100. So there's several reasons I don't go to races no more. A land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. Thou shalt not leak. Thou shalt not lack anything in it. A land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills thou mayest dig rice. Tenth verse. When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. I wonder, are we still thankful for the turkey we had Thursday? Are we still thankful for what the many good days that God has given us? The people, as they came through the wilderness, they began to mutter and complain and gripe. and said, why didn't you leave us? Out there, that thought has come through my mind. I was having it better, seemingly at times when I was in the world. Satan had blinded me, and I numbed it with alcohol, and and I seemed like I was having a better time. Now I see clearly; my eyes have been open. I'm not on alcohol, and I see the reality of mankind dying and going to hell. So sometimes I hurt bigger inside than I did when I was in sin. But it's in a total different way. I've done read the Word of God, amen, and he said there's a place where the bread is no scarceness. There ain't going to be shortage on bread or whatever we need. The beaten olive oil is going to be there to take care of whatever we need. Amen. Psalms 15 and 22 says, Now consider this, ye that forget God, lest I tear you in pieces, and these be none to deliver. And there be none to deliver. Let me read that again. Now consider ye that forget God, 
lest I tear you in pieces and there be none to deliver. When God gets a hold of us, neighbor, there ain't going to be nobody there to deliver you. There ain't going to be no referee to stop it. There ain't going to be no friend come in and knock the Lord off your back. Man, it's going to be tough. 11th verse, and he said, Because that thou forget not, beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command thee this day. He tells us to beware of that. Does Sunday mean anything to the majority of the world anymore? Our job means more. Our sports means more. What we like means more. And we come to church when it's convenient. I'm going to say it again. Church is on the way home. When I first got saved, I got mad at several preachers. They just aggravate the fire out of me. Even some tell me how to dress. The flesh didn't want to be told nothing. You know what? We're the same way right now. We don't want to be told when we're wrong. We'll shout when you're preaching on Janet, but glory to God, when you come to my house, it's something else. It's something else. All she said about my toy coat, she said, Bill, I hate to bust your bubble. And she paused. She said, you can't buy a suit for $100. (laughs) And he said, lest when thou hast eaten and art full and hast built goodly houses and dwell therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up. Hey, that's the 14th verse of Deuteronomy. Written 14 to 1500 years before Christ. Lest our heart be lifted up. When everything is going good, we get in pride. We get lifted up. You know, when I come down, when the doctor gives me a bad report, when, when I get a phone call that, that hurts and breaks my heart, when I, I hear of a death, when I hear of, of sickness, or my young'un's in trouble, you know, that's when I get off my high horse and I get back down. That's when I get willing to go to the altar in the rain. Yeah, that's when I get willing to go if it's cold and the wind blowing. That's when I, it ain't just this altar I use, I use mine. But if everything's going good, I may walk by it. I may just let it go. So why are we in the wilderness so many times? The Lord's trying us. And he said, Then thy heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. How many of us today have forgot what God did for us? Your next breath is God's. Our next heartbeat is God's. I thought some of the medical staff was telling me that after people died, they still picked up, those were pacemakers, still picked up a heartbeat a lot of times from them. But that don't mean they're alive. 
that's a mechanical heartbeat. So it may take me four days to die, my pacemaker. <laughs> Amen. But I'll be in glory. I may keep a thumping down here, but I'll be in glory. I want to finish this race. I want to walk for God. Jesus literally, church, died. Made fun of. Nails through his feet and his hands. He bled. He suffered. And they put him on the road to Damascus just outside of Jerusalem where all the traffic come so everybody could look up and make fun. This was the Savior. You know, when things falls apart at your house, they some of that same bunch will come by and say, he preached that all these years, how great God was, and look at him now. You know what I need to say? Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. When we walk away from God, I'm going to tell you why we don't praise God like we used to. Amen. There was a time I went out of this church preaching, preached all the way around the church. One Wednesday night, preached to fire you well. His colder than a whale rock in here. And I went out on the porch and preached, and people got to coming out of their cars and come back. We had service on the porch. Some of you is here. Some of you remember it. We got to pray down the power of God. We got to desire the new land. We got our hooks too deep here. Amen, right there, preacher. Amen. I got saved with no money in my pocket, and I can go to heaven with no money in my pocket because it ain't gonna make no difference. It ain't gonna make no difference. Who led thee through the great and terrible wilderness wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions? I had one to tell me, and they'd been off of drugs for several days. Stopped at a service station. Cracked cocaine. And a boy come running over, and he said, I've got some good. He said, I would... He said, uh, let me just give you one, try it. And for a crack addict, one and they're gone. One and they're gone. Why don't I come by and say, I've got something to give you. Jesus Christ. Eternal life. You won't need the things of this world. He said, fiery serpents. If there's ever been a fiery serpent that came through, amen, it was meth. Crack cocaine. Fire serpents that came through, and somebody's making millionaires of killing our children. <coughs> Opiates on every hand. Little, little multicolored pills were fentanyl in it to kill our children. Who, who brought all this together? Love of money is the root of all evil. For a dollar, so many don't care who they kill, who they hurt, who they break down. Amen. Who led thee through the great and terrible wilderness? We're in the fiery serpents and scorpions 
and droughts. Maybe I believe we're just we're just in the start of some of this wilderness. This winter with five or six dollars a gallon of oil, there'll be some people cold. There'll be some families who won't have what they had last year. He said where there was no water. And actually, if we've never been out of the States, we don't understand what our water means to us here. The majority of the foreign lands, you can't drink the water. Our stomach can't handle the bacteria in the, in the water. They didn't have no water in the wilderness, in the desert. What I'm saying, we talk about the children of Israel wanting to turn back and muttering and complaining. Look what they went through. We, we've not fought the fight. We, we've not had the trials. And brought thee forth water out of a rock of flint, who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee and that he might prove thee to do thee good at the, at the latter end. And thou say in thine heart, my power and the might of mine hands hath forgotten me this wealth. See, at the better end, he's going to prove us. He's going to take care of us at the, at the better end, right down at the, at the latter end of this thing. And he said their fathers didn't know about this, this wafer-like, uh, uh, frost-like manner that come down from heaven and fed them when there wasn't nothing else there. God showed them. Neighbor, can I tell you something? God will show us something, but we've got to get in need. We've got to get in need. We don't, we don't need to puff up and say, And thou said in thine heart, My power and the might of mine hand has gotten me this wealth. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day. Mm, glory to God. And thou say in thine heart, My power and the might of mine hand hath gotten me in this wealth. We don't go out and talk about that. But we don't think we can fall. America don't think they can fall. The church is being preached to that you can't fall. You may get out, but you've got it. But then shall remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, and he that established the covenant which he swore unto the fathers as in this day. And it shall be, if I do it all forget, I'm preaching on forget. If I do it all forget the Lord thy God and walk after other gods and serve them and worship them, I testify against you this day that ye shall surely perish. That's the word of God. Amen. Ye shall surely perish. After I've delivered you out of Egypt and brought you through the trials, and then, if, if you bring up other gods, he said, and the nations which the Lord destroyed before thee, your face 
so shall ye perish because we preached it a week or two ago, 185,000 Assyrians died with one angel. So they seen all of this and still they're muttered. You shall perish because ye would not be obedient unto the voice of the Lord your God. Let me read Psalms and I'm about done. Bless you, brother. Appreciate you. Psalms 100. Psalms 100. Ain't five verses, so we'll read it all. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. I wonder what it is today. Is it moaning and groaning and bless my heart and how hard I'm having it? Or are we making a joyful noise unto the Lord? I woke up and I, and I realized, I realized Friday morning, and I laid down with tears in my eyes, praising God, how he inspired me. How many times I could have been hurled out into eternity, and how God has picked me up and left us all these years to praise him. And there wasn't nothing I'd done to cause it to happen. It was Jesus. It was Jesus. There's nothing good that you can do that'll move you up in your seat. Just Jesus. It's Jesus. You got to throw Jesus. Got to go through Jesus to the Father. Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people. And the sheep of his pasture. Have we jumped the fence? Or are we the sheep of his pasture? Neighbor, he knows our every sin. He knows our every thought. The church houses this morning should be packed. Just come through a, a week of Thanksgiving. And Christmas just ahead. Where is our minds at? There's more time spent on getting our youngest to sit in Santa Claus's lap than it is to get them to an altar. Lord help us. Lord help us. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. I remember in Jamaica... And those people had no sense of time. I don't know if they had clocks or not. But they'd come in all through the service. After the service had started, old pastor tried to keep the church service. But when those people come in, they'd come in the door and they'd come to the altar and pray. It might be one of them or it might be a family of three or four. And I realized two, two vehicles was all, all the vehicles there and one of them we was riding in the pastor owned the other one. So most of them walked to church. But they'd come to the altar and talk to God. I wonder if we don't need to come in the gate with thanksgiving and to the courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. I wonder if we come through the door Wednesday night with our arms in the air, giving him thanks and praising him. Come to the altar and say, God, I want to lay this. A living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you, which is my reasonable service. I wonder if we couldn't go back to the seat and have more praise. 
You know, Roger's got more praise today because God brought him out of that hospital. The old heart's working the best it's worked. Amen. His blood pressure and everything. Karen, it changed Karen's life as the blood clots run through her. We don't need to forget that. I'd like to tell you something. It changed my life for the heart attack. And I promise you for one instant I wasn't afraid. But it changed my life. I fear God. My concern is there anything standing between me and the eternal gates of heaven. Can you ask yourself, is there anything standing between me and heaven? Have, have I ever been truly saved? Am I where you want me to be, Lord? Enter into the gates with thanksgiving and to the courts of praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Butch, there's his truth again. His truth endures to all generations. My flesh has lied me all of my life. My flesh told me I was enjoying drinking and the foolish world that I was in. And I was a total idiot. I listened to it. Altar's open, but you will get a song. 